Okay, I've heard it all. All the reasons why you might not want to spend any time planning your homeschool year. Like, I'm spontaneous. I just want to do what whatever I want to do. Or planning is guessing. Don't you know that you can make all these plans and it doesn't mean that that's actually going to happen? I've heard it all. But today, I've got three reasons why planning for your homeschool year is actually a good thing. Hi everyone, I'm Pam Barnhill and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers beat burnout and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to a 10 minutes to a better homeschool. Okay, hold on, it's going to be a wild ride. I've only got 10 minutes to tell you the three reasons why I really do think you should consider putting some effort into making a plan for your homeschool year. And I know I said the E word, effort. And we worry, we really worry that we're going to put in all this effort and that all of this planning is going to be for naught. Because what's going to happen is we're going to kind of get to the, you know, week three of our homeschool year. And all of a sudden, the whole thing's gone off the rails. And these plans are useless. These plans aren't working. And you know what? That could very well happen if you haven't planned the right way. Um, so that's the the first thing I want to tell you is, is there is a particular way that you can create plans for your homeschool that are going to make your life easier and are not going to cause more stress for you. And yeah, little mini commercial here. We teach you how to do that in Put Your Homeschool Year on Autopilot, which you can find at pambarnhill.com slash autopilot. So if you're listening to me thinking, I really need to figure out how she does this, that's where you want to go. But let's talk about the three reasons. So the first reason why you're going to want to plan your homeschool is because you have to. Like, you have to plan to do something for your homeschool. And if you don't, you're going to end up a little bit frustrated that nothing is getting done. Um, unless you are like a hardcore, diehard unschooler, which is totally a thing, and I totally get it. Uh, but a lot of us aren't, and we have husbands and family and uh, other expectations put on us to like do more active teaching of these children, uh, we have to have something that we're going to teach. We have to have something that we're going to do. So you can either spend a little bit of extra time in the summer doing it, or you can be scrambling each and every week to do it on the weekends before the homeschool week starts. And I think this is what a lot of people end up doing. And homeschooling just becomes kind of like a drudgery because you're spending so much of your weekend time doing it. So I have always been of the mindset that get me into this mode in the summer and let me spend a few hours. And by a few hours, I've spent as many as 20 or 30 hours in the summer. I've spent as few as, as eight hours in the summer. It just depends on how detailed my plans have been. Um, but let me get into that groove, get into that mode, set aside a little bit of time and get it done. And like, this is what I'm focusing on. It's kind of like cleaning out the garage or cleaning out the closet. It's like you start it and you try to get it finished and then you can just check it off the list so you don't have the stuff laying around forever and ever and ever. So it's very much that kind of process. So you don't want to spend your time doing this on the weekend. I'm actually trying out a new idea this year that I have never done before. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Um, this is something I'm trying with my kids. I'm going to do it for a while and see if it actually works or if it was like, you know, womp womp, a really bad idea. 
But I told a friend about it. I sent her a Voxer message today and said, this is what I'm going to do. And she says, oh, that sounds fabulous. But you are going to spend so much time during the year scrambling to get this done every week. And I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to do it now in the summertime and Quite frankly, I've gotten about half of it done in the past two days. So get it done in the summer. Don't spend your time during the school year worrying about planning because a lot of times what happens is if something comes up on the weekend that you would really rather go do or some emergency comes up and you miss your planning session for the weekend, it just throws you off for weeks and weeks and then you stress about it. So then not only do you have the planning to do, but you have the stress about the planning that's weighing you down and bothering you. And so really taking the time in the summer, getting into the clean out the closet mode, getting it all done, I really think is the is a good thing to do. And then you're just not going to have to worry about it. So that's reason number one. Reason number two to spend some time planning. And this kind of gets to the heart of what homeschool planning really is. Um, So let me start with what homeschool planning is not. Homeschool planning is not you deciding right now in June that on the 23rd of September at 9am, I'm going to be doing this lesson in math or science or history. That is not what homeschool planning is. You could do it that way, but that is definitely not going to work because something is going to happen to throw off that schedule and you're just going to get really, really frustrated. What homeschool planning is about, good homeschool planning, is eliminating as much decision fatigue as possible. Because when you get in the heat of the moment, when you get in the heat of uh, doing homeschooling with your kids, you have to constantly make decisions. I think the average human makes like 30,000 decisions a day, unless you're a mom, and then you've got to make like your 30,000 and then another 20 for each one of your children, because goodness knows they're not making all of them. And so you end up with this exponential amount of decision making that you're doing every day. And decision fatigue is real. It's the mental issues. It's the mental weight that really, really just weighs us down when it comes to homeschooling. And so what you want to do in creating a homeschool plan is eliminate as much decision fatigue as possible. Now, you have to do it in a way that doesn't box you in or tie you down to specific things at specific times, but you want to eliminate the decision fatigue. So when it's time to do the next thing, you know exactly what to do. Which brings me to the third reason why it is totally worth your time to plan. And that's because you want to plan for good days. So, so often we get really, really wrapped up about like, oh, I can't plan. Like, bad things happen all the time. Like, you know, the washing machine breaks or I have to take the toddler to the pediatrician or, you know, my kid drags his feet and takes forever on the math lesson. And so like we didn't get to all of it this week. It's totally okay. That's not, we're not planning for the bad days. Actually, Having a plan for the bad days is part of your homeschool planning, but that's a totally different podcast. But what we're planning for when we create 
this optimistic homeschool plan in the summer is we're planning for the good days. And, you know, normal days happen. If they didn't happen on a regular basis, then they wouldn't be normal, right? And so you know what normal is in your life, and normal days happen fairly regularly. And that's what you're creating your homeschool plan for. You're creating your homeschool plan for the normal days, for the regular days, for the days that aren't bad, the days when you're looking around at nine o'clock on a Wednesday morning, you go, you know, everything's going pretty good. Let's do a science lesson. Which one are we going to do? And so you pull out the science lesson that you've prepared and you're ready to go. And on Thursday morning, if you wake up at 930, you're looking around, everything's going pretty good. Let's do the next science lesson on the list. And so that is the kind of homeschool planning that you do to eliminate that decision fatigue and, and be ready to go when those good normal days happen and you know exactly what to do next. Because if you're standing there at 9.30 on a Wednesday morning and you have no science lesson prepared, that good normal day that you were having, I can just about guarantee you, is going to completely go off the rails. And so we want to be a friend to ourselves. We, um, we want to take care of of our future self. So always ask yourself when you're doing your homeschool planning is, how can I take care of future me? What can I do to make future me appreciate me <laughs> um, when we get to the future? Because that that's really what we're after when it comes to homeschool planning. Three reasons why you should take some time to do some homeschool planning this summer. And if you are just not sure where to start or how to do this magical planning that doesn't uh, boxed you in, then we can totally teach you how to do that. A couple of options for you. You can just come on over and check out the course at pambarnhill.com forward slash autopilot. Or if you'd like to dip your toes in and just try some planning pages, you can find those at freehomeschoolplanner.com. All right, I will be back again next week. Next week, my guest and I are going to be talking about how do I plan if I am not a planning person. And so we'll be back again with that one. Until then, if you're homeschooling right now, because I realize it's summer for so many of us, keep on homeschooling. <laughs>